Hello. Hello. What's going on? Can you hear me? You can hear me now? Oh, yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, you was cutting out. I wasn't sure if it was me or you. Okay, man. First of all, I just want to say thanks for coming to the Joe Podcast. Welcome to the Joe Podcast. This is Joe, your favorite social media host and favorite podcaster host. And I would like the guest to introduce himself. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on. Uh, For those who don't know me, man, my name is Knuckles. And uh, I'm a country rap artist. Mm, that's what's up. So um, before we get started, I always do this warm-up questions with um, guests. Um, the warm-up questions I have, what is your favorite color and what it represents to you? Ha, huh. interesting. Okay. So, uh, so my favorite color is pink. And uh, I, I actually like it because uh, I started doing some breast cancer awareness stuff. Uh, a few years ago when my mom's best friend got diagnosed with breast cancer and uh, she's actually passed away since then. She, she actually got breast cancer twice. So uh, pink wasn't always my favorite color, but it's been my favorite color for the past eight years or so. Mm, that's very interesting. I'm sorry to hear that. Um, so let's get right into it. So first of all, before we get started, anything else, um, can you give us a little backstory um, about your career and your life and et cetera? Sure, man. So, uh, all right. So my actual name is, uh, Steven Knuckles. And so everybody has called me Knuckles my whole life. Uh, I started, I started rapping as a kid, uh, when I was, you know, as a, as a teenager, really, I mean, I started listening to rap music when I was, when I was younger and, uh, I'm from Lawton, Oklahoma. So we got about a hundred thousand people here. So we're kind of city and we're kind of country all rolled up in one. So that's kind of how my my genre, uh, my sound was born is, uh, you know, I have a little bit of urban influence and I have a little bit of country influence. So uh, I've been making serious I've been making serious music now for about five years. And uh, I mean, I have a few million streams and, and and views across different platforms. So I've been mildly successful, I guess you'd say. Okay, it's so funny that you said country and rap because nowadays you see the like artists like Lil Nas X with the song with Billy Ray Cyrus, old country, old town country road, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> yeah, 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 old town road. Yeah. And what number one? I just want to say, how important is for you being a country, an urban artist? How how what now? I didn't catch the question. Okay, all I'm basically saying is how important is for you because you said you like you're a rapping country singer, right? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't sing at all. I don't sing. I just rap. I mean, it's just the things that I rap about are are more of a country lifestyle type, outdoors lifestyle type thing. Yeah. How do you feel? How is how is it? How important is that to you being that being um rapping, but rapping about country things? Oh well, okay. So so check it out. So the truth of the matter is, I started rapping about these things because. In hip hop, we always appreciate honesty, and we appreciate people who are genuine. And a lot of a lot of people in hip hop hate fake rappers, people who are rapping about things they've never had and things they've never done. So I, I just started rapping about things I knew about and things I've done. So I started talking a little bit about fishing and things like that, and it just kind of 
gravitated into my music naturally to talk about country boy things. And uh, there's an audience for that type of music. Mm. So speaking of Lil Nas X, how do you personally feel about the record Old Town Road? Oh, man, it's great. That dude's doing his thing. I mean, musically, like, so he, it's an interesting thing because, you know, the whole, the whole, the whole gist of him trying to make his record break into country and no one trying to take him seriously until he gets Billy Ray Cyrus to co-sign for him. Uh, you know, there's a lot of us that are country rap artists. I mean, I'm not a small artist and there's lots of country rap artists that are way bigger than me that still aren't recognized by any sort of mainstream country or mainstream rap really uh, sound or or media per se. You know what I mean? There's no country rap stations out there on the FM channel, you know? There's not even a serious XM station that's for country rap or, you know, there's I'm sure there's internet stations and, you know, I get a ton of plays on Spotify and YouTube and doing my own channels and stuff, but uh, Little Nas X broke the mold to hit the pop portion of it, and that was important because it drew it just drew more eyes towards my style of music, you know. So, mm. okay, that um, that's what's up. I would like to know who's your top five hip hop artists of all time. Oh my, like you, who who do I think is the top five hip hop, or who are my favorite top five? Your favorite top five. Okay, so my. My personal favorite top five MCs are Eminem, Jay-Z, Nas, and then probably um, Andre 3000, and then the whole Wu-Tang Clan takes the fifth spot. Mm. Mm, that's, so, that's I'm pretty- a huge Wu-Tang guy, but... But I mean, lyrically, uh, Eminem was uh, obviously my biggest influence. And then I grew up in the Big and Pac era, you know, so like uh, Jay-Z, Nas, Big and Pac, like the, the early influencers of lyrical hip hop are, are the people I look to as my favorites of all time. How important is how important is for you to be lyrical in your raps? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Super important. So because I mean, so because like where I grew up, I've always been the white guy uh, just in my group of people. So I've always had to prove I could rap. So even though like I'm a country rapper too, I do battle rap as well. Uh, So like having bars is super important to me. I've learned to actually soften for my music, you know, just because it's not, I I don't have to rhyme 27 syllables in a song. If the song is meant to have a message that's supposed to reach you know, grandmas who have had kids that passed away or something like that. You know, I've just, I've, I've learned what the demographics of audiences are and, and how to soften that. But, but lyric, lyrically for myself personally, lyrical, lyrical talent is super important to me and, and having the ability to rhyme well is super important to me. Mm, that's what's up. I, I was wondering what was the age or the moment that made you realize you wanted to start becoming a rapper? See, that's funny because I, when I was a teenager, when I was younger, uh, you know, I said I wanted to be a rapper and everyone laughed at that stuff. And then, you know, I actually, I, I've done five years in prison 
And so when I got out of prison is when I kind of tried to start trying to get my life back on track and started pursuing some little musical stuff here and there and started hanging out with people to get some recordings done and stuff like that. And then, you know, that kind of grew into me getting serious, like I said, about five, six years ago now. So, so there was like, uh, there was a time where when people said Knuckles is a rapper and they said it jokingly, and then now there's a time where they say Knuckles is a rapper and it's not a joke. Like, so I guess my whole life, really. <laughs> okay, you said you've been in prison. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it because I don't know. It's up to you, but being in prison, did that, 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 that prison five-year prison stint help you as an artist today? Um, I mean, so I don't know if it's helped me as to where I'm at as an artist today, per se, but I mean just I mean, it shaped me as a person obviously i mean i have i have some songs written about prison and i have lots of bars you know when i talk about prison and i mean prison is is a part of my life so it's a part of things i talk about uh but i don't know if it's shaped my artistry where it is today okay that's what's up so um I was about to say, I was. I wish I would have planned for this, man. I'm surprised that people, anybody, want to come on my show. So, since I already gave you the top five like artists of all time, can you tell me your top five personal favorite country singers or artists, whatever, of all time? Ah, uh, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, and you know, I get a lot of that. People ask me like, "What do I listen to more? Do I listen to hip hop more? Or do I listen to country more?" You know, and I mean, my honest answer is, I listen to hip hop more. But I do go through my moves where I, I'm throwing on my country. So, so my top five country artists are Chris Ledoux, George Strait, uh, Johnny Cash, Marty Robbins, and Merle Haggard. Those are my top five favorite, and, and those are most of those are older country artists. I, I don't I don't like a lot of new country. Uh, I like old outlaw style country, like Johnny Cash, things like that. Uh, and, and I kind of feel that country rap nowadays is kind of carrying the mantle in a way of that outlaw country spirit, if you will. Mm. If you had two choices between, uh, if you had, okay, if, they, if somebody told you, if your life depended on it, if you had to choose a hip hop artist and a country artist to collab with before you die, who would them two artists be and why? Oh man, like on one song or like separately? <laughs> oh man. Okay, so I don't know. That's interesting. At this point, I mean, the the only hip hop artist that that I would actively like before I die would love to work with would be uh, would be Eminem, I guess. Uh, he's the only one that's probably out of my reach of I could actually afford someday, you know what I mean? <laughs> like that, and he just doesn't work with anyone or whatever. And uh, same thing would be for country artists. It would be George Strait, just because you know his he he's the king of country, and there would be no there's no way I could actually ever reach him to work with him in real life. I'm sure you know, just I'll never be that big. Mm. Um, since you're from Oklahoma, does Oklahoma have an effect on how have an effect on you as an artist? Oh yeah, dude, I'm Oklahoma through and through, pure Oklahoma. Yeah, you ask anybody. I mean, everything I rap and rap about is Oklahoma. I rap all about rodeos. I rap all about fishing. 
I rap all about meth. I rap all about drug dealing and shootings in the streets, and because <laughs> that's what happens here in Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma City's brutal. Where I'm from, Lawton's pretty brutal. Tulsa's pretty brutal. But at the same time, on the outskirts of all those, man, there's a lot of rural stuff going on. You know, so Oklahoma's a mixed bag here, man, and it, it, it's real weird. We have a large urban population, got a lot of military bases, a lot of military families. You know, so we're a real mixed population here. So it's more diverse than you would think here in Oklahoma. Mm. Since this is since there's a few things I want to um cover, but before we get off the artist, um, I was I was wondering, um, what do you have next? Any projects, singles that you got coming, or appearances on TV, etc. That you got coming up, you would like for every, anybody to know? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I will I will be dropping before the end of the year. I will be dropping my second full length studio album, uh, and it's gonna be it's gonna be called the Rodeo. And so you're actually the first place that I'm officially announcing the, what the title of it is. So uh, it's going to be called The Rodeo. And uh, it's already, I've already got track list for it and good portion of the way through it already. And I've already got a down payment on four music videos paid for, for it. So it's going to be a big push uh, before the end of the year. So The Rodeo, definitely, definitely be looking for that. Um, can we get a, um, is it possible we could get like a, a 45 second or minute freestyle or any type of freestyle? Oh man. So some sort of freestyle. All right. So let's see. If you want. I'm a monstrous rhinoceros stomping through all these ostriches, plotting on holding hostages, starting with all the artist kids, talking like they the hardest shit. It's obviously you can see me through binoculars while you watching this. Atomic bomb and this probably start the apocalypse. The rap game's full of pussies like gynecologists, colleges. So use your common sense before you face the consequence. I leave your body oddly displayed like a collage of walruses. I put my all in this flawless. I never call it quits. I'm like a college kid drunk at Alcoholics Anonymous. If you haven't gotten this, Knuckles and Rap, they are synonymous. And the only one to fuck this shit up. Call it monogamous. Marching across the confidence. Over person with confidence. Bar filthy confidence. Confidence. Whew. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway. That's what's up. Um. So speaking of that, the uh, monogamous state. How do you feel about the Will and Jada situation? Oh man, jeez, the Will and Jada situation. So okay, so I didn't, I didn't get a chance to sit down actually and watch the red table thing yet. So I, I, I kind of wanted to, to watch that before because I, I don't know what the actual, I don't know what was actually said at the interview, and I don't know if they were actually swingers or if they were actually split up or all i know is everything i've seen running rampant on twitter and facebook so i don't want to form an opinion without all the information uh I, I, my whole thing is I, i'm i'm just pissed off that august alcina can't keep his mouth shut because man whatever grown folks do is grown folks business and i would not come on your podcast running my mouth about something i did in somebody else's house i promise Mm. That's and what I would say about it. <laughs> one thing I also wanted to say was, um, how do you feel about everything that's going on with the looting and the Black Lives Matters movement? And oh, the man, I, oh, I support Black Lives Matter, bro. I have, most of my family is black, so like all my cousins are half black, and I just I've grown up with black people, so I I have seen first right right in front of me, you know. I I've seen police brutality, I've seen inequality, I've seen these things, you know, so I'm very vocal. I mean, and I've I've done songs 
uh, I have a song with a guy named O-N-E called Divided States uh, that was put out right literally, you know, a couple of months before all this started. I mean, I, I've been pushing equality for a long time. So that's part of my platform is uh, I don't think you have to be racist to be a redneck. You know, I, I've never had rebel flags in my music videos or anything like that. And, and I never will. You know what I mean? That's just not something I support. I don't support hate and I'm never going to. You know, so and, and I, I, I lose out on a lot of fans that I could probably have that would probably love my style of music uh, if I felt a little differently in my beliefs. But I don't even care, man. I don't want those people to listen to my music anyway. You know what I mean? Mm. So is it so um, before we go to two things, the first thing I want to do before you go, um, is there any advice to any artists that any art to any artists you would like to give out? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So, um, so the, the two things I would tell you is to build your own personal social media following, figure out how social media works, uh, keep control of your own publishing, find out how to get your music out on all the platforms. It's really easy nowadays. You know, you can use things like DistroKid, CD Baby and things like that. So it makes it real easy to actually get your music out there where you can get some publishing and, and, and man, get, get, get some, uh, Get some merch and, and get out there and push push your brand, you know, like build a brand and, and get people to know who you are. I mean, I have a brand. I'm really synonymous. People know me. So like they know my thing is cowboy boots and shorts and I'm pretty, pretty well known for it. So <laughs> I kind of rode with it, even though it was a silly thing, it kind of blew up and I just went with it. So if you have something that takes off, man, own it and just go with it, you know, so. Okay, the last thing before I go, can you give the um the audience your social media's infos? Oh yeah, absolutely. So uh so yeah, again, so I am Knuckles and that's K N U C K L E S, just like on your hand, Knuckles. And so my social media is Knuckles Rap R A P. So knucklesrap.com. At Knuckles Rap on Facebook, it's Knuckles Rap on Twitter, Knuckles Rap on Instagram. Uh, the only thing that's different is YouTube, and YouTube is Knuckles Rap TV. I mean, other than that, it's Knuckles Rap anywhere. If you just Google Knuckles Rap, you'll find me. Okay, man. Knuckles, it was nice talking to you, man. I want you to take it easy, keep grinding, stay safe out there, and stay blessed. Absolutely, man. I appreciate you having me on the JO Podcast, man. Take care. You too. All right, have a good one.